Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with the wheat headlines, where macroeconomic concerns weigh on sentiment, Black Sea wheat remains a global benchmark and southern hemisphere weather is coming into focus. The markets rallied into the year-end before giving back all gains and more besides, as the new year began with the focus on recession, depression and inflation, despite lower gas, oil, food and fertiliser prices. Indeed, the US Federal Reserve warned of continued fiscal tightening in the weeks and months ahead, whilst the Bank of England and the ECB also raised interest rates, firming both sterling and the euro. Despite there being no end in sight to the war and reports of power outages in port facilities, the Black Sea Export Corridor has continued to function with a rush to move Ukrainian goods before the 1st of January and the withdrawal of shipping insurance cover. Russian export pace continues in line with analyst expectations with weather over the winter months now key to future progress along with the availability of ship insurance. Cheap Black Sea wheat has been the basis for recent tender business, although the recent sharp fall in EU values may see some optional origin sales being switched back to the EU for ease of execution. EU wheat sales are 13% ahead of last year at around 17 million tonnes, and with only an estimated 12 million tonnes left for export in France, Germany, the Baltic and the Balkan states combined, it's difficult to see the USDA's 36 million tonne forecast being achieved. Heavy rains and floods and quality concerns in eastern and southern Australia appear to have been offset by stellar crops on the west coast, with some crop estimates north of 40 million tonnes. The USDA said 36.6 million although some of the higher estimates have been tempered in recent days to 38 to 40 million tonnes. Logistics will restrict Australia's wheat exports to around 27 million tonnes, which will depend on quality and commodity mix, meaning a potential increase in carry-out stocks. The Argentine wheat crop is forecast at 11 to 12 million tonnes, which is down from 22 million tonnes last year, with the bulk of their surplus going to Brazil. Weather in Brazil is good in the north and central regions but dry in the south with a transition from La Nina to El Nino widely forecast which may not be conducive to the important Brazilian safrina maize crop. The Argentine drought has also damaged maize production prospects with forecasts down to 45 million tonnes, USDA said 55. Freezing temperatures in the US may have damaged winter wheat, whilst eastern Ukraine and southern Russia have experienced minus 20 to minus 30 in recent days. As always, winter kill will not be quantifiable until the spring. China has lifted COVID-19 restrictions, resulting in a rapid spread in the disease amid rising death tolls as they approach their Lunar New Year holidays, which will only hasten the spread. Some feel that the worst could be over by the second quarter and that their economy could be on the road to recovery, bringing with it a subsequent increase in demand. Markets continue to be dominated by spec and fund sellers who remain heavily short of the derivative wheat markets. Market moves are amplified by algorithms with large intraday market movements as price direction follows the money. Seabot wheat futures are at 15-month lows and trading below pre-war levels. 
The old, new crop spread on London wheat, May 23 to November 23, is currently £5 from a high of £69.50 several months ago. The market is discounting any escalation of the war, the closing or slowing of exports via the corridor, logistical and insurance issues for Russian wheat exports and any weather risk which may affect 23-24 plantings and production which may prove premature at this early stage. On to malting barley. This week's headlines. The new year continues where the old one left off. Old crop malting barley buyers are very scarce and France will be selling barley new crop before us. As far as malting barley is concerned, the new year has continued where the old one left off. There's hardly been a day since Christmas without wet and windy weather in the south and west. And this has played havoc with our malting barley shipping programme as we had five boats scheduled for Portsmouth, Poole and Sharpness in January. Yet so far we have one boat which is stuck in bad weather at Sharpness. This may mean some malting barley being carried from January into February. However, as colleagues in East Anglia and the Midlands are finding, some delay is preferable than risking deliveries to domestic maltings just now. UK maltsters have become increasingly fussy over the quality of deliveries, with a large surplus of excellent quality to choose from, not to mention the high prices they've paid, maltsters are rejecting or taking large claims for anything which is even slightly out of specification. So while some malting barley for export may be delayed, at least we can be more tolerant of some basic quality defects, which will certainly meet with rejection at a maltings. There are no old crop malting barley buyers as such. The theoretical market value has simply followed the wheat futures market down by at least £25 since before Christmas. The only positive thing is that sterling has weakened to 0.8870 pence exchange rate with the euro. That means if we can ever find an export buyer again, the weaker sterling will increase our value. As we presaged many months ago, the unrealistic malting premium has now disappeared from the market. The best we can hope for is that when the wheat market turns upwards again, which it should at some point, malting barley will follow it for the small amount still required over April, May and June. Meanwhile, please protect the value of your high-value malting contracts by checking for bugs, high moisture or hot spots before it's moved. When you can get around to planting, there will be some new crop malting barley contracts to be considered, whether fixed price or feed plus premiums. However, France has got off to a flying start because of the open autumn, they already have planted 70% of their spring malting barley before Christmas, so they'll be selling new crop before we dare. Oilseed rape headlines this week. Markets waiting for tonight's USDA report. China's reopening supports the market and palm oil falls to near three-week lows. The market remains very volatile. Last week we saw domestic rapeseed briefly hitting £500 per tonne X before turning lower. The easing of China's COVID-19 restrictions added support along with prospects for a strong demand for EU rapeseed oil as a feedstock for biodiesel as palm oil-based begins to be phased out. The market's focus remains on the Argentine soybean crop and the impact of drought as the weather remains hot and dry. On Wednesday, the Buenos Aires Grains Exchange said that it could slash 2022-23 forecasts for Argentina's soybean and corn production by up to 25% if the drought continues. Tonight's USDA supply and demand report will be closely watched as it's expected to cut the soybean production outlook. However, Brazil is expecting a record soybean harvest, 
So it's possible that the Argentine crop will just displace this rather than creating any soybean tightness. Crude oil has been underpinned by the expectations that China's reopening from COVID-19 will boost demand from one of the world's largest energy consumers. The move to reopen borders bolstered hopes and overshadowed global recession concerns. Additionally, the US government's forecast that global petroleum consumption will hit a record next year has supported energy markets. They expect global consumption of liquid fuels to reach 102.2 million barrels per day next year. Palm oil has fallen to near three-week lows, tracking weakness in Chinese vegetable oils and reacting to early January exports, data plummeting by nearly half from the same period in December as shipments to India and China have slowed. Palm oil futures have been tracking weakness in Chinese vegetable oils as the consultancy Sunvin described the euphoria over Chinese economic reopening to be fading. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for February, 220 to 225 pounds, and May, 223 to 228. Feed barley for February, 202 to 207, May, 205 to 210, and oilseed rape for February, 470 to 475, and May, 473 to 487. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.